You're listening to Always Open, number 136. If you hear something you'd like to see from this episode, visit first.roosterteeth.com. Welcome back to another episode of Always Open. You know me, it's your girl, Barbara. I'm your host, Barbara Dunkelman. And today we got the usual Miss Meryl Salcino. Oh, what's up? Happy Monday or Tuesday or <laughs> whatever day of the week it is right now. Happy day. Happy day, as always. Um, no one really knows what day it is anymore. Nope, and that's they okay. all blend together. Um, today is one of the most uh, anticipated episodes personally for me um i've been looking forward to having these two lovely ladies on the show ever since the inception of always open ladies and gentlemen grace helbig mamrie hart joining always Open for the first time oh hello hello pressure what an absolute dream come true thank you quarantine for this moment you guys Wow, I am going to be terrible from here on out. Sorry, Grace. The ego is the ego has landed. Yeah, yeah. All memory needs is a little bit of admiration, and off she goes, and then it's done. It's over. Well, yeah, she's not that you're gonna get like an hour of that. So yeah, yeah. We, basically, the whole the the plan for the show is just to compliment you guys for an hour. So I hope that's okay. Well, now oh, I'm you'll too good to, to be here. So goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> But no, honestly, like you guys are some of the people I look up to the most in the online space and what you guys do with podcasting and YouTube and everything that you do is is so cool and so inspiring. Grace, we've had you on the show before and I'm so happy to have you back as well. Big Thank round of applause you. For Grace. Thank you for having me. I love this show. I'm very excited to be here. <laughs> I feel like we should all do the Miss America wave now. Right, right, right. That's how, does they, like, how do they wave in Canada? A fart the... Wave. the Canada wave? Yeah, what's the Canada wave? Uh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> like you're like like shielding yourself from embarrassment every five seconds. Yep. <laughs> so where are you guys? You guys are in your kitchen, I see. Mamrie's in your kitchen. Yep, I'm in my kitchen holding it down in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. Nice. While How you been doing? Uh, uh, but- I'm in. I'm in a rogue corner of uh, our place, our shared place in Palm Springs. Very, uh, yeah, Mamrie and I, uh, a couple years ago now, got a um, shared house in Palm Springs that we, we rent out uh, when we can. Obviously not now, so we've been taking advantage of it uh, during this time. And I clearly chose the most <laughs> beautiful part of it to show <laughs> off to you guys today. Yeah. Isn't it gorgeous? Like <laughs> Mariel finally yeah. has some competition from her. I know. Just blank. Well, last last few episodes, I was like shoved into the corner on the opposite side of this room, um, and I just couldn't handle it. I felt super claustrophobic, so I flipped my (laughs) desk back over. So now I've got um, I've got a lovely rug down there. That purple towel is my dog. Um, Here's my wall. You know, here's my wall. (laughs) That painting back there of a cow is actually covering up a gray paint patch because I still can't decide what color to paint this room. Damn, good you things. got walls. All good things. You're doing good. Walls. <laughs> yeah. This is this is actually the guest room in my place, and this bed 
it's actually like a pullout couch and everyone refers to it as the casting couch because it kind of looks like it Ooh, wow. very sad, creepy nice way. get a black light check it out oh no my parents have stayed with me before (laughs) if i went to an audition and i not only got hit on by the casting director but he had the 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 sheer confidence to pull out a couch i'd do it you know what i mean you did this that did i'm saying i'm saying a casting couch when you think of a casting couch you're just on the couch part but if a casting director full-on pulled out a made bed Mm. (laughs) Mm. then i would consider it okay yeah that makes sense yeah, Mamer, your standards in quarantine for getting work have very <laughs> I'm very sleepy and broke. So I'll take them. Oh, awesome. Man. Uh, all right. Well, let's get things started. We have a little kind of icebreaker game that we like to play on the show. Uh, it's called speed dating. So what we're going to do is one by one. So we'll start with uh, we'll start with you, Mamrie. Uh, okay. I'll ask you a bunch of questions and you don't really have to answer them fast, but kind of it's kind of like a speed round kind of situation. A jog. But it's okay. uh, intended to get more insight into who you are as a person so we can learn more about you and uh, how weird you are, essentially. Good luck. Heck yeah. There's no coming back. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, memory. Mm-hmm. Of these four educational subject areas, which is your favorite? Language, mathematics, science, or history? Science. Personally, history. Is- <laughs> me too dude i'm right yep. i'm right with never you. look back never i've been playing trivial back. pursuit recently and it's become very clear it's not my strong <laughs> suit personally is sex in a public place hotter than indoor sex no have you sorry ever, should i expand <laughs> please i, I kind of want you to now i'm just saying i'm like i'm very pale so I'm not trying to have someone <laughs> accidentally walk by, see my bare ass, and be blinded like they Cyclops from Marvel X-Men, you know? <laughs> All right. Yeah, that covers that one. <laughs> now I understand you a little bit better. That old answer. Uh, ideally, what portion of your total hobbies and other recreational activities would you like to share as common with a partner? Oh, I would say like, 40 share 40 different 60 i don't know my main Mm. hobby is drinking so as long as we're doing that we're good (laughs) but i also need to them to leave the house like my boyfriend right now is off playing disc golf i can't do that and i don't want to (laughs) you need space yeah lots do you think really abstract art like just splattered paint can be truly brilliant i do i'm actually my preferred type of art is modern as an adult have you ever worn a leash and collar in public (laughs) (laughs) specifically uh, in public i don't think so no you have when uh no you wore a leash uh for hey usa with me at a (gasps) distillery in uh louisville in louisville we went to the uh what at the Buffalo Trace Distillery and Grace and I wore leashes, <laughs> so we didn't get oh too my out God. of so, hand. Yeah, we made our so tour you didn't guide. Get out of two. Wait, yeah. you put leashes on each other to like keep tabs. We put we leashes on our backpack. mini backpacks and gave it to our tour guide. Yeah, so that <laughs> so that we couldn't run off. Uh, it was very yeah. It was a, a travel show that was very educational, and I miss it very much. But it yeah. was yeah. ridiculous. But you know, I like felt very safe with that child's leash yeah i did too there was something comforting about it yeah i'd do it again 
I feel like stuff like that could also come in handy whenever you're traveling in big groups in general. Like mm. if you go to like Disneyland together or something like that, just like not yeah. losing anybody. Or if you go floating, have you guys been floating before? And like, oh yeah, the river what? anywhere? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you got to tie your tubes like, together. Yeah, mm-hmm. right for sure. And um, then fi- yeah. final question. Sorry. And I don't know why this is a question, but it's hilarious. Do you have all your teeth? Yeah, <laughs> I actually do. And I had room for my wisdom teeth. Oh, shit. I would like to say that this question feels pointed to my Southern heritage. I'd also like to say that's a gap, not a missing tooth. Um, (laughs) So you have room for wisdom teeth and a gap? You got some chompers. Girl, this is pure prime real estate right here. We are developing it. We are getting rid of it. Could you stick your fist in your mouth? Because you must have a big mouth to fit all them teeth. I do have a big mouth and I can't. I've tried numerous times. I do get a little, I do get a little lock jaw, like my, my jaw pops. Um, uh-huh. So it opens, it can open pretty big, but no, I got all the chompers, even though losing them is my most frequent nightmare. Oh yeah. yeah. What is that supposed to, like, it's supposed to represent something if you have dreams about losing your teeth, right? Like it's I, supposed to be a, a common thing that indicates something. Well, I, but every single website says something different. Like one of them will be like, True. oh, you're vain. And it's like, no shit. And then the next one will be like, we'll be like, you're worried about an upcoming thing. It's like, that's every dream. It's like horoscopes where it's just like something dramatic will happen in your life. And you're like, something dramatic will happen in my life. I did watch Better Call Saul last night. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you so much for answering the questions. Um, I feel closer to you than I ever have before. (laughs) I have a quick question, though, about the leashes. Yeah, yes. that. let's let's circle back to the leashes. <laughs> so, yeah. So was it was it those like kids backpacks, like the little yeah. monkey, little beaver yeah. that you put on? Which one? Exactly that. Have? Yeah, it's which, like uh, don't get kidnapped from the mall. Right. Which, yeah, I don't remember what which, which ones we had. I think they were just whatever the local PA that was working on the shoot with us could grab <laughs> <Yeah>. at the <laughs> gift shop. <laughs> totally. Uh, yeah. You didn't try to get them to match your drunk personalities or anything. No, no, if we had more time, we would have. But yeah, we uh, we sped through that. And yeah, God bless no our tour guide. <laughs> yeah. You we guys did an like episode in Austin too, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we did. We went to the Broken Spoke and learned how to two-step with Terry. We, we saw the mm-hmm. Bat Bridge. Hell um, yeah. We, we thought about going uh, canoeing or kayaking. Ladybird yeah. Lake was... Yeah. <laughs> actual the surface of hell that day like it was too hot we <laughs> we got there and we straight up refused to get out there again with yeah. the white skin couldn't do it mm-hmm. i've definitely been becoming more pale in quarantine i've noticed too i, I think i have to buy new foundation because all the foundation i have is like a shade darker <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep 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 nope you can go a shade lighter but don't go darker nope <laughs> So if you guys notice a, a difference between my face and my neck, just ignore it. <laughs> just, just keep wearing turtlenecks. It'll be perfect. No one will know. I'll just, I'll put my camera like this for everything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Looks great. All right, Grace. Yes. You are up. Okay. Do superficial people who place a high emphasis on physical appearance annoy you? Um, they don't annoy me. It's, they stress me out. Uh, yeah, yeah. There's a sense of um, such uh, maintenance and like weight put on that sector of their life that it makes me anxious on their behalf that they must be so tired. 
What a mood. Uh, BDSM, without looking it up, do you know exactly what it stands for? Bondage. DSM. (laughs) (laughs) What is it? What is it? Does anyone know? I don't know, actually. I'm looking at, okay. uh, Bondage. Dominance. Bondage. Well, okay. Maybe I'm looking at the wrong thing. (laughs) Is it bondage, bondage, dominance? Uh, okay, it's bondage and discipline, dominance and submission, and sadism and masochism. So I guess it's like B and D and D and S and S and M. Oh, Jeez, doesn't roll off wow. the tongue like that. I know, yeah, right? good. Uh, good for them for figuring out the acronym for it. <laughs> <laughs> the new, it's the 2020 version. B D D D D S S S S S M. Yeah, maybe. Do you like being the center of attention? Um, it depends if it's a show that we are asking people to pay for tickets for. Yes. Uh, (laughs) But if it's anything else, likely no. Have you ever been barred from a bar for any other reason other than being underage? Uh, probably. I don't. Oh, yes. Uh, In Chicago, I got my wallet stolen and then I tried to go into a bar with my brother's and I didn't have my ID, and they said no, and then I did the terrible, awful, and it hurts me on the inside still thing where I said, you can Wikipedia me and see that I'm, <laughs> that I'm over 21. And the guy, the bouncer at the door was like, no. And I was like, you're right. You're, you're right. Okay. <laughs> but I got but it's that. Like that. That's proof. I know. That's like better than ID. I got that idea from Mamrie, who used that to get like on a flight when she didn't have an ID. <laughs> Oh, what? no, not a flight. It was into oh. a bar in Pigeon Forge. But like I <laughs> uh, that was the first time I did it. But Grace, I love that you're like super embarrassed by it and you didn't have an ID. I did that at the liquor store two weeks ago when I didn't feel like driving <laughs> home. three blocks. <laughs> <laughs> and does it work? Do they actually do it? Yeah. Like, oh, OK. Yeah. Check that. It depends. It depends. Yeah. It did not work for me, <laughs> but it has worked for Mamrie. <laughs> I've heard of people doing stuff like that at events like South by Southwest when they're trying to get into an event of some sort and oh, they're like, bro. well, you're not on the list. And you're like, well, look at how many Twitter followers I have. Does that help? <laughs> oh, see, I'd never do that. Me neither. Yeah. I would I would rather kill myself. Wow. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, wow. I felt terrible. Subtle. I left immediately. And then the bar next door, the woman was like, come on in. I was like, thank you. I belong here. Wonderful. <laughs> Um. Oh, you're gonna have to answer this question. Oh, my favorite question it. ever. Okay. <laughs> Suppose you have an attractive cousin, and oh, the no. cousin is also attracted to you. No. Suppose both of you and your cousin are adults. Would you have non-procreative sex with your cousin? No. No. The answer's <laughs> no. It's no for now, and it's no forever. <laughs> wow. How, how many people have said yes or has? hesitated and considered this question not a single person but we still ask it because it's on there i feel like we have had at least one i can't couldn't name them but i feel like we have had at least a few people who were like "Mm, no 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 it's like the whole kombucha girl thing you know you think about it for a hot second yeah my favorite part is that they have to specifically say non-procreative sex right (laughs) we're just like procreative sex maybe yeah, what a word or phrase. I've never heard non-procreative sex. That's uh what a fun way to say. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what a weird 
thing I've never heard of when it's the only type of sex I've ever had. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. All the sex you have before you're ready to have a family. Yeah. Pretty much. Which is all the sex. For, Which is for, no, for listen, me, the, all the, the sex for the rest of my life. Yeah. yeah. All the sex I have is procreative. I just can't get her pregnant. <laughs> hey. I keep trying, but it doesn't work. One day, you guys, one day the science will get there. Uh, and then uh, lastly, last question. Do you ask to speak to the manager when you're displeased with your service? No, never. I'm I'm such a person that will like eat a meal that's completely delivered wrong for me rather than ask someone to fix something. Me too, because I'm insanely awkward. Yeah, it's uh, I'm way I'm too polite to a fault. And also, I just feel like uh, the the whole like dynamic of the fun of the situation is going to shift after that moment. And now, like, how do we deal with that? It's not worth it. I'll just eat whatever, whatever they bring. What about speaking to a manager at the end of the meal to complain? Mm. I mean, if it's terrible and the waiter's rude and they fucked up your order, would you do it? Once everything is said and done on the way out when the manager's like, how was your evening? It would have to be so bad for me to get to a point to mention something to a manager to be like, I'm I have a pretty high tolerance for bad service. And like, if this is irking me, you have to fix this for your future. But Mm. I I don't know exactly (laughs) where that line is. Have you guys Mm. has have any of you actually spoken to a manager? I for sure have. (laughs) Well, I figured that maybe. (laughs) Every single time. (laughs) Yeah. I call them up before I get there. (laughs) As soon as I get there, I say, excuse me, waiter. (laughs) You're not taking my order. Get me the manager. I want the man on top. (laughs) Or woman. No, but only when it's been like ridiculous. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't I like during a meal, if something comes out wrong or cold or whatever, I'm the same way. I'd rather just eat it and not tell anybody that it's wrong. Yeah. Um, whereas Trevor, my boyfriend, we've been obviously ordering in food a lot ever since this whole quarantine thing started. And we did before. Who's kidding? Um, <laughs> but if we order something like, oh, we want extra salsa with this and we don't get it, he like will like file a complaint. And I'm like, it's like a dollar fifty. Like, oh, um, dang. Me personally, like, I don't care. But he'll make sure if you like, no, we paid for it. Like, we should be getting our money back. And I'm like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's a nice balance to have that in the relationship that like you guys even each other out. Cause I yeah, I can't do that. I we got an entire wrong meal one time a few months ago, like we ordered some sort of Italian meal and we opened up the boxes when they came in and it was just a giant boned in grilled fish, like full <laughs> head, eyes, everything. And we were what? like, yeah, full thing, scales, everything. And I was like, I can make us pasta here. That's oh, fine. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. No, that I would have probably said something. Oh, it was massive. It was so much. Yeah. All right. Muriel. Miss Marl. You ready? Okay. You, you've trained Let's for this your whole life. My whole life. 28 years of answering very direct questions. <laughs> <laughs> if you were telling someone a story that you had told them before, how would you prefer they react? Like, it's the first time I'm telling them and I'm the funniest person that they've ever met. And <laughs> I do this all the time with my girlfriend and she has the the uh, the knowing now to be like, oh, oh yeah, <laughs> because I need constant words of affirmation. What and, uh, you know, it's terrible. But yeah, that's just who I am. Well, that's what I do for you every episode. 
Oh, <laughs> yep. Because I just actually have amnesia, so I come in and I repeat the same story. So thank you for humoring me, Barbara. Don't My worry, Mamrie and I haven't heard them yet. Yeah. So go nuts. Oh, Fresh <laughs> meat. Do you think humans have enough respect for the Earth's other species? Oh, God, no. I don't even think we have enough respect for our own species. Oh, absolutely not. Mm. I think humans respect dogs more than they do other humans. Yeah. Yeah. Like if, oh, yeah. I, like, I don't know about you guys, but, like, if I see a video of, like, a dog suffering, it hurts my heart way yeah. more. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Than a human suffering? Well, maybe equal. I mean, Speaking of dogs, no, totally. I know, I that was mine. See... <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I can see some pretty fucked up footage and be able to block it out. But yeah, an yeah. ASPCA commercial and I'm a puddle. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Forget it. Or fuck. Sorry. Monkeys seeing the sky for the first time. Have you seen those? No. What? What? Like like chimpanzees and primates who are tested uh, for like, Ugh. you know, the beauty industry and whatnot and kept inside. There's videos of them like going to a sanctuary and going outside and seeing the sky for the first time. Oh, get ready. Whoa. <laughs> uh, also, everything makes Mariel cry so easily. So I'm, I'm sure if yeah. we find those videos for her after this is done, it'll be just waterworks everywhere. Ugh, perfect. Grace, uh, when Grace did her pilot for E! for her talk show, uh, the unaired pilot, there was a segment called, Will This Make Mamrie Cry? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was the answer always yes? Yeah. Yeah. It was <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> yeah. what's, what's your sign? I'm just curious. I mean, I'm the last day of Virgo, so I'm Virgo Libra. Ah, mm. Libra. I'm saying ah as if I know anything about. I, yeah, I always ask. <laughs> I always ask, but I never have anything to follow up with. I just, I, I just know that I'm a Pisces and I cry a lot. So if I happen to find someone else who's a Pisces who cries a lot, I'm like, oh, it's probably because it's of the that birthday, thing. Right? Yeah, <laughs> water sign. I feel like we should oh, do a follow sign, up yeah. to this episode where we have Mariel and Mamrie, and we show a video, and whoever cries first. <laughs> Oh, loses or wins. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Meryl, are you generally able to forgive and forget? I can forgive. I'm not very good at forgetting. Um, mm. I tend to hold a lot of bitterness in my heart towards people who have Ooh, not fun. necessarily wronged me, but wronged the people I love. Mm. I don't yeah. get past that. You know, it's hard for me. I have a, I have a friend recently who had like, we had like a little bit of a tiff. And she had a you know an issue with like my, my girlfriend and her and they've they've made up and they're like best friends again and I'm just kind of sitting there in the corner like I'll but the that. North remembers <laughs> I'll remember that noted <laughs> if you discovered upon death that you must reincarnate into an animal which would you select an animal that lives on land in the water or that could fly oh and would you fuck your cousin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you're like if a, bird, a bird, who cares? <laughs> yeah, if I was a bird that could fuck my cousin, maybe. Um, gosh, maybe a bird, but I don't know. The idea of, like, I feel like, sorry, I keep hitting my mic. Uh, I feel like death would come so much sooner if I was able to take flight. Mm. I don't know why. I just mm, feel like everything is dangerous. Death. Like, fucking, the sea is goddamn oh, scary. No, no, thank you. No, thank you. Mm -mm. Uh, -uh. uh, what kind of rides do you like at amusement parks, if any? The concession line. Woo! <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> I hate high speed roller coasters, but I, I'll still go on them. Um, I'm trying to think of like my absolute favorite ride at Disney is probably uh, Space Mountain. Mm. Fucking love Space Mountain because it's mm. like 
the roller coaster, but it's like a chill roller coaster. You know, you, you don't feel like your asshole's going to drop out of your, your <laughs> mouth at any point. Some people live for that, man. Yeah. Yeah. And then lastly, can you think of someone that you truly hate, not just severely dislike? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you want me to name them? I'll name them. <laughs> yeah, there's a few people. Uh, most of them, I feel like I don't really hate anyone in my personal life. It's just mostly people in, in power who I think are terrible. Oh, yeah, I was going to say, do guess. the people that you hate know? Do you think they know that you hate them? Um, I try. <laughs> <laughs> I try to let them know, but I don't know if the messages are getting there. You know, I'll keep trying though. And you're on the do not fly list. <laughs> There's uh, people at your door right now. Um, right. Listen, my girlfriend's dad works for the FBI. I can get away Whoa. with it. Okay. Well, cool. Damn. Are you supposed to tell us that? <laughs> it's not the CIA, it's oh. the FBI. <laughs> oh, so whose computer is he monitoring right now? Right. All of ours. Cool. Yeah. Do you think the the FBI agent who's been watching you through your webcams and cell phone cameras is in love with you yet? I uh no uh, no I think my FBI agent is like rooting for yeah. me. I think no. <laughs> I think they're like you okay <laughs> you okay. <Yeah. laughs> Mine's like has she gained weight? It's hard to tell when you see them every day. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> All right. Well, those are your questions, Varyl. Now I know oh, you even you better. Woo woo. Got it. There's this tiny gnat in front of my face that keeps flying <gasps> in and out. So I know it looks like I'm doing really cool choreography. <laughs> but I'm just trying to <laughs> kill a bug. <laughs> um, New right, TikTok Barbara. dance sweeps the nation. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Barbara, are you ready? Lay it on me. You are. <clears throat> Do you think that physical love is necessary for happiness in life? No. Oh, really? You could go without touching Trevor for the rest of your life. Well, Ooh. no. <laughs> but I think like I think you could be happy without having the physicality of someone else. I think it's more difficult, oh, yeah, yeah, but yeah. I think it's possible. Right. Okay. You're so you're not you're not this isn't you're not answering personally. You're answering. I, I think yeah, generally. I think it's yeah. in the realm of possibilities. Okay. Uh, imagine you are walking down the street at night and hear a cry for help. What would you do? I would probably try to investigate in a safe manner and also have 9-1 dialed on my phone. Mm. Just in case. All right. Good to know. Because I don't know if it's someone fucking with me. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. And like, are you going to get in trouble by getting involved in something? Yeah. yeah. Right. Totally. Like, uh, Chip just, my boyfriend just got uh, Halo, like Xbox, <laughs> and, and he's just been going, bitch a lot and i'm like our neighbors think <laughs> that we're not okay and quarantine has gotten to us <laughs> it's bad fucking bitch uh, can't do anything bitch, right bitch, bitch. <laughs> get back here bitch, bitch. Oh, where are you going bitch like it's constant i'm just I'll like show oh, you in the head honey <laughs> A grown man using the word bitch in a video game is so funny. Yeah, it's his go-to. Like, he's a big goddamn guy, and now he's switched to bitch, and it's so weird. <laughs> Certain video games bring out different things in us, I find. Oh, it's yeah. definitely oh, a bitch game. <laughs> bitch. All right, Barbara. Uh, do you attempt to conserve water, 
energy or other resources during your everyday life? What a what a thought provoking question here. Hmm. Um, I would like to say yes, uh, but realistically, I'm not very uh, conservative about a lot of things. Often, like I'll leave lights on accidentally in other rooms. Um, I won't like run the water for an hour, but like while I'm brushing my teeth, I'll leave the water running. And I'm trying to be better about that because I'm a terrible human being. It's okay. When the earth comes crashing down, we'll all know who to blame. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you found out the person you're dating cannot achieve orgasm without being slapped hard across the face, would you be willing <laughs> to satisfy them in this way? Hell yeah. Who do- Trevor around. Okay. I've, I've never slapped someone, and I feel like that is an experience I kind of want to have in my life at, at some point. You should mm. try it. Now's the time. Yeah. You guys got time. Yeah. What else are you doing? <laughs> it's our time to discover what we love. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do you ever make up stories to tell people just for laughs? No, I'm not that creative. I wish I was able to like, I, I often find like when I have a story to tell, I don't know how to make it interesting or elaborate on things to make it interesting. Uh, so having to think of an actual story to make up in order to get laughs is, is beyond me. It's a lot. Well, maybe you should go compete on Chump and you can work on that. Uh, does it bother you when people say pin number or ATM machine? No, no not really. Of the century. I don't think it bothers me. I think... Good. Especially like... Pin number. I don't think anybody... Well, people do say pin. I don't know. It doesn't bother... <laughs> not a lot of things bother me, man. <laughs> Well, that's good to know that you're not a, a true psychopath. <laughs> I don't know if you guys have differing opinions on that. And if I've just created a lot of animosity towards myself by, by being a little bit uh, impartial. Wait, what is it? It's a pin number. What are we mad about? <laughs> what was that People question? who say pin number, because I guess it, the number is also is the N in pin. Oh, yeah. See, I didn't even know. I had no room to be mad because I had no idea. <laughs> I also, I say ATM machine and machine yep. is the M. Um. So like, I can't throw the first stone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This episode of Always Open is brought to you by Honey. You know that Honey is the free online shopping tool that automatically finds the best promo codes and applies them to your cart. And you know how great it feels to save. Honey is so easy to use. Honey Feels like hitting every green light on your commute, and it's great. Who doesn't want that? Mariel is always talking about how much she saves with Honey. She saved over $20 in some new clothes because of Honey. Honey has found over 18 million members, over $2 billion in savings. Did you know that Honey supports over 30,000 stores online as well, including Macy's, Target, Sephora, Best Buy, and more? And they're adding more every single day. Users love Honey, and that's why it has over 100 thousand five-star reviews on google chrome uh using honey feels pretty great think of it as a little daily victory plus it's free to use and installs in just a few seconds get honey for free at joinhoney.com open that's joinhoney.com open now back to the show listen just don't be mad at me okay <laughs> <laughs> all right well let's uh, let's move on to our first question of the show this one comes from our audience, uh, and I'm very curious to find out your answers to this. Um, Our audience wants to know, have you ever had an an inappropriate crush? I mean, I had a crush on a teacher in college, and then I 
asked him out on the last day of school and we had a fling. Wait, so it what? was inappropriate. So it was inappropriate, <laughs> but I achieved it. How what? I but need to also, know more about this. <laughs> he was he How, was like a yeah. hot like 31-year-old teacher. Everyone had a crush on him. And then it was my last semester of college. So when I turned in my exam, I turned it in with my number and said, call me. I'm not your student anymore. And he did that night. And we hung out for like two what? weeks. Did you fuck? Everything but. <laughs> Sorry, Barbara. The term is actually uh, non-procreative sex. Um, non-procreative yeah. sex. We did non-procreate everything else. <laughs> there uh this reminds me of a story there was a girl that i went to high school with and she used to hang out with our science teacher she spent a lot of time like staying after class and like doing extra work for him or with him i'm not sure and there was always like this kind of weird vibe between them and i found mm -hmm. out after we graduated she went to live with him they ended up i think he got a divorce from his wife they got married and she got pregnant and then he left her. And that wow. was high school? Whoa. Out of high school, that's yeah. Fucking crazy. Wow. Yikes. That's that's a lifetime movie. <laughs> uh, I can't wait to watch yeah. it. What if well, I just I, made I, up I, that story for laughs and I did it? <laughs> you did it. You did it. I feel like every high school had that yes. that rumor, that person, that teacher that everyone oh, yeah. just talked about. We had a girl that uh, everyone thought was hooking up with our uh, history teacher who was also like the girls soccer coach um, but it was just all this like fantasized thing I think my most inappropriate crush is probably uh, my first crush was Billy Elliot from the the ballet movie oh hell yeah <laughs> Grace you're nuts you're nuts yeah and uh, yeah I genuinely had a huge crush on him but I think he was like 13 in that movie so wait how old were you I was probably in ninth grade, tenth grade, something okay. like that. So that's Are like you still 15? saying inappropriate because he was. Well, I've just only... because it was the worst person to have a crush on. Like everyone else was, <laughs> everyone else was watching Titanic and going nuts for Leonardo DiCaprio, mm. and I was like, "But have you seen this Billy Elliot kid?" Yeah. <laughs> it's so I've, stupid. I've seen the actual musical Billy Elliot, but it was in Spanish and uh, in Mexico <laughs> City. For some reason, my parents and I were vacationing, and that's that's the only reason I know of Billy Elliot. Uh, <laughs> That's so, wonderful. <laughs> the image I have is like a 10-year-old little Mexican kid spinning and dancing and uh, while his very yeah. angry dad uh, wants him to stop. That's uh, yeah. his ultimate crush. <laughs> Wait, who love... was your first crush? <laughs> first crush? I mean, I was, a, I was super into Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Oh, yeah. Yes. Like, I had a full shrine. I had, like, prepped <laughs> what I would say to him if I ran into him. <laughs> Well, let's bring him out, Jonathan. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Would you it was uh, kiss his posters at night? I mean, I'm not going to say I, I didn't practice for real boys. <laughs> not tongue though. I would never risk creative kissing. Yeah, I'd never risk ruining, water damaging the posters. Mm. That's good. That's good. I took that in a completely different direction. Yeah, you went oh. gross. Mine was very sweet. <laughs> yeah, Barbara. I, I did. My mind went to some type of the poster's not on the ceiling anymore. And I there's, hear you. Yeah, I got. Um, that. my I think my first crush, and I can't believe I'm admitting this out loud, was Bart Simpson. Oh, Bart okay. Simpson. Oh, a girl likes a bad was boy. It, was it the hair? Was it 
the style? Was it the attitude? I think it was a attitude. combination of all of that. <laughs> that yeah. little pot belly got you good. Yeah. <laughs> Every time Barbara he said eat it. my shorts, it just sent yeah. me off to another level. <laughs> you're like, you know what? I will. I want to see what's underneath. <laughs> I'm looking at a picture of him right now. And the hair. Is it hair? Is it just a head? Right. That, right that's right, the right, fun right. and the mystery, man. <laughs> <laughs> Until you get your fingers in it, you'll never know. Ooh. <laughs> okay. We're getting gross. <laughs> um, but my first human crush, I think, was probably one of the Backstreet Boys. What was the, the mm. Nick? Was that Nick. his name? Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. The blonde. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Isn't his brother like in some fucked up shit right now? What's his brother oh, constantly? Yeah. Yes, Aaron <laughs> you can Aaron say that Carter. all the time. Any year, and it it rings true. Yeah, yeah. there's a lot of uh, very intense like red carpet interviews that he's just going off about the world. So cool stuff. Yeah, he's just gone. It's like uh, Amanda Bynes went off the deep end real bad at one point. Oh. Yeah, and, and now she's, she's pregnant and married. Now? Yeah, something. Yeah, I, I think she's pregnant. Something's going on. Oh, God. Maybe she's married to her high school science teacher and she's having a thing. Who knows? Um, my inappropriate... Cr- I've definitely had inappropriate crushes. And by, by that, I mean it's like I've had crushes on people who were in relationships or mm-hmm. people oh, okay. who like were involved one way or, or another with someone. Um, and I feel like... I don't know if, like what you guys feel about crushes in terms of appropriateness to have those while you're in relationships. Because to mm-hmm. me, like I feel like a crush could be kind of innocent in a way. But if it's like a mm-hmm. crush to the point where you actually are like having feelings for someone, it goes a little too far, probably. Well, I think like there's always the level of like a work crush or something, you know, like yeah. I'm on yeah. set with this person all the time and we have to talk all the time. But like with that, I think it's fine as long as, you know, like, this would never Boundaries. happen once we call rap. Well, you know, like yeah. this is solely imaginary. Yeah. Once you, yeah, if you give yourself like those boundaries that like this is just this silly fantasy thing, there's no reality to it. Um, yeah. But yeah, once you cross those, then you're in trouble. Mm-hmm. Then it's off the deep end. Mm-hmm. Once you start liking Bart Simpsons, there's there's no going, <laughs> going back. Once you go Bart, you never go back. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What about you, Meryl? Inappropriate crushes? Oh, man, I've had so many. Uh, I get more every day, I think. Um, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I'm a flirt and I, I crush hard all the time. So I'm constantly, not so much lately, I think maybe it's because I'm like happy in a relationship for the first time in a really long time. <laughs> and stuck and at home for like, 40 days. <laughs> yeah, and don't feel like something crazy is missing. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, when my Marie was, I remember having a TA uh, whenever I was a... Um, in school and I was a bio major and she was my chem TA. I don't even remember her name, but uh, she was getting her PhD in chemistry. And the entire time she just seemed like such a, like she was super cute, like really, really nerdy. And I didn't really know anything about her, but I was super, super intrigued. And um, like one day I finally, like she, I was getting to lab a little early and she was showing up and she literally got off of a motorcycle and like parked it. And then, like, it was that movie moment where she, like, took off the helmet and I saw her and I was just like, what the fuck? <laughs> and she had, she had a tank top that was, um, 
like had like big sleeves cut on the side and then I oh, looked yeah. and oh. she just had like tattoos going down her entire like rib cage. And I was just like, what? This bitch is getting a PhD in chemistry? <laughs> Hold on. This, you could be here's hot Here's the chemistry answer? baby, right? Huh. Who knew? Um, and I mean, that was never anything. Like I would have, I immediately dropped out be- of being a science major because I realized I wasn't smart enough. But uh, <laughs> it's definitely something that I was like, hmm. But yeah, I mean, I've had, I've had situations where uh, I've had crushes on someone where it starts off like fun and innocent and you're like, oh, this will never go anywhere. This will never go anywhere. Because like either we're, you know, like this is just a work thing or it's just a fun thing. And then there, like this one uh, particular situation, like there was a moment where like the line was crossed and then it was just like, oh, fuck. Yeah, no, this this can't happen. Like this is mm. not a good idea. Yeah. Um, so it's a dark, yeah. dark road to go down. Oh, absolutely. And then when you when you said my first crush, I, I always think of uh, the Pink Ranger, Kim. Oh, oh yeah, um, oh. it's The Power Rangers, but actually, more embarrassing <laughs> than that is, um, I used to go home. Like, I would go to school and I would rush home and watch all my children because <laughs> <laughs> uh, there was one character on there, and her name was Bianca M- Montgomery, and she was, uh, she was like uh, Susan Lucci, who was like the the main actress. Um, I think uh-huh. her name was Erica Kane on the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, her daughter, it was her daughter and she was like gay. And it was just, you know, this huge thing that like, it was this daytime television show that had been on for years and years and years. And they finally had a gay character. And this was like, I mean, I must've been in like middle school or high school. Um, and I just remember, and I didn't understand why I just wanted to come home and watch all my children all day. And my mom was just like, why are you so into this show? <laughs> she's like, listen, mom, you don't understand. Okay. Bianca Montgomery. <laughs> Is who I want to be one day. All right, who so you want to be? <laughs> God, amazing. Yeah. yeah. Well, also, I want to get your y'all's opinions too on this. It's like kind of a divisive subject, but in terms of being, you guys are all in relationships, long-term relationships. Flirting when you're in a relationship, do you feel like that is something inappropriate or something that like kind of keeps things healthy and like makes you feel that sense of longing and stuff that you don't often have in a really long-term relationship flirting with other people you're saying yeah flirting with the person that you're with other people flirting with other people oh yeah i mean it's tough it depends if like the person that you're with or if you are naturally flirty by nature like i don't think i am nor is my boyfriend so if he were to be flirting with someone it would be like intentional and weird yeah Mm -hmm, that to mm -hmm. me is like i don't know uh but if that's like more of your natural if you're just like a friendly person then i can see how that is a more natural thing in a relationship Mm -hmm. how did how did he how did he start flirting with you when you guys started being interested in each other i'm i would be curious to see that dynamic of you guys flirting with each other yeah, uh, he reached out into the DMs. And, oh, hell yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Classic love story. Shakespearean. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it was pre-holidays. And like we went and met up and had a drink. And we had known each other before. And uh, it was just like really fun. It was one of those things that was like timing. Like the timing finally linked up that like both of us were single and like in a good space. And yeah, That's the rest awesome. is history. Yeah, but it's full on DMs. Like he could tell that I was like, single again and like <laughs> yeah, yeah. When he said, you can I, tell that you're single again with <laughs> just lots of well, instagram stories to adele yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just, 
<laughs> yeah, just it's me burning old photos. Yeah, which I appreciate because I do think that there is uh, an obvious way of like tracking people online. And if you pick up on the subtleties, like I've done it before of like seeing like, oh, I think they might have broken up just in like very small little hints here or there. Um, And so there was something that I oddly appreciated about like him noticing that. So yeah, but maybe that's completely psychotic. Who knows? You're saying, no, but oh I my think God, it's true. Thank you for noticing. I feel uh. like people who are like going through a breakup post a lot of what they're listening to. Yeah. <laughs> oh, like I knew yeah. my friend was going through a breakup the same time as me because she was posting so much Rihanna anti-album. And I was like, are you going through <laughs> it, girl? <'Cause laughs> we need to get together and talk. Uh-huh. How did, uh, how did you and Chip get together, Mamrie? We, um... <clears throat> We matched on Bumble like two and a half years ago and I sent him a message because that's what you do on Bumble. And he reminded me that we actually met 12 years prior when we worked oh at the same God. summer camp in North Carolina. Cute, so cute, I, cute. So I Holy met him crap. in 2005, but we uh, matched, you know, a few 12 wow. years later and I didn't know. I just thought he was a cute guy with a mustache. <laughs> <laughs> Which he is. I mean, to yeah. be fair. Yes, exactly. But so we have mutual friends and I knew him when he was 17. Whenever stuff like that happens, I always wonder, and I'm not a believer in like fate or anything like that, but I'm like, were you meant to meet this person in your life and have them like close to you? Yeah. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. Especially like meeting 12 years prior and then rediscovering each other on an app. That's insane. It's a weird one. That's so nuts. Yeah. It's definitely Trevor and I met... um, years ago because he came to rtx as a fan um i think it was like 2013 or 2014 and he had helped me carry some boxes to my car at the <gasps> end of the event and then like he started working at rishi's a couple of years later and like we were friends for a little bit but like didn't really know each other but i was like i wonder if we were like supposed to meet and this is like supposed to happen that's timing it's that timing and there's a don't you have a picture of it too I do, yeah. Yeah, which is like super cute because he looks just like, he doesn't look like him. He just looks like this cute little boy who's just like, here's these boxes. Nerdy little oh, boy. Oh, yeah. so cute. Maybe he was playing the long game and knew. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I'll get on your good side. This episode of Always Open is brought to you by MeUndies. Anyone else dreaming of summertime? These are the days when visions of sunshine and surf dance through our heads, probably now more than ever as we collectively mold into our couches but we got to keep the dream alive, right, guys? With me, Undies, uh, they are committed to the cause by keeping you in a constant stream of uninterrupted state of comfort. With a membership from me, Undies, that's how you do it. And man, it is handy. Imagine this every month, the softest, coziest Undies magically appear at your door. As your Undie collection grows, your laundry time lessens, and adulting gets that much easier. Plus, a membership comes with a site-wide savings, early access, and free shipping. Oh, and uh, zero reasons to ever leave your house. Uh, I, of course, love MeUndies. I've been wearing them every single day while I've been working from home. I've been wearing their pajama pants like crazy, even when I'm not sleeping. Uh, Definitely wearing those during the day as well. Uh, And they're the perfect lounge pants, the perfect thing to wear around your house. They're so comfortable, they're breezy, and they kind of keep this cold feeling to them, which is really comfortable as well. 
MeUndies has a great offer for our listeners. For any first-time purchasers, when you order any MeUndies, you get 15% off and free shipping. This is a no-brainer, especially because we have a 100% satisfaction guarantee as well. To get 15% off your first pair, free shipping, and a 100% satisfaction guarantee, go to MeUndies.com open. That's MeUndies.com open. Now back to the show. Um, all right, so our next segment for the show, this is something we do every episode. We basically have our audience write in um, some issues or struggles that they're dealing with, and then we try to help them as best as possible. It's our box of issues segment. So this first one that we have is submitted by E, um, and E writes, I'm a 21-year-old straight cis male and have been with my girlfriend, soon to hopefully be fiancé, for over three years now. Our relationship is great, and she really is my best friend. Well, it's great in every way except the sex. We were very sexually compatible for maybe the first year of our relationship. However, since then, our sex life has gone off a cliff, with her never really being in the mood and myself having a much higher sex drive. I'm also into a lot of kinks and fetishes, which she does know about and still used to fulfill willingly, but no longer does. It's to the point where I feel as though I'm just in a friendship and often feel that I'm begging for sex or feel weird trying to initiate. Do I walk away? Do I ask for some kind of open relationship? I love her and I don't want to hurt her by bringing this issue up and her taking it the wrong way. Thanks and love the show. E. Wow. Uh, I mean, you're going to have to bring the issue up. Yeah. There's yeah. no way around it. <laughs> For better or worse, it's going to have to be a conversation because the worst thing you could do is say peace out without totally. giving any sort of heads up on like what could be fixed or what yeah. could be talked about. Uh, yeah. I, my inclination on this is like it's got to be something going on with her that's mm-hmm. worth really provoking a conversation about, even if it's really difficult. Um because you guys owe that at least to each other. If something was really good and then there's a sudden shift, like something might be going on behind the scenes for her that right. is worth talking about and exploring. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and probably then have you, a lot like, less to do with you than her. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. And then ask for an open relationship. What the hell? <laughs> yeah. If that's, what, if that's what you want, I mean, like, if you guys have explored kinks and all of that, just put it all out on the table and, like, pick and choose what makes the most sense for you guys and test things out and see what she's game for and what she's not game for. Yeah. I don't know. What, what do you got to lose at this point? Right. If it's not working, you may as well just put it all out there. Right. Um, I will say, I, I think with this situation, um, I think it's pretty common in a lot of long-term relationships for the sex drive of one or both partners to change over time. And -hmm. I think there's definitely that honeymoon phase that people talk about in the beginning of relationships where people are maybe a lot more sexually driven or open to trying new things because it's like hot and new and all this stuff. And it's a lot of starts of relationships start very sexually. Um, And the more you get to know someone, the more intimate you get in other ways. Um, so I think it's a pretty common thing for, for people to kind of lose their sex drive over time, especially when they get more comfortable with someone. Um, but I agree with Grace, like if it's something that's important to you and that obviously you're thinking about every day and concerned about, like, you got to bring it up. You can't let a breakup happen kind of out of the blue without talking to somebody about it first. Especially when you describe them as your hopefully soon to be fiance. Yeah, totally. Right. Exactly. And if you're going in with good intentions to, um, you know, get through whatever the knot is that's tying up all the wires on the sexual 
thing like that you can only hope for the best like if you're not going in with a completely planned out mission of how you want her to respond or react but rather than like an open compassionate conversation um I, that's all that's all you can really do and create a safe space for her because it feels like she's the one that's pulling away like really do your best to make it the most comfortable conversational environment for her to like air all of her feelings Absolutely. easier said than done but yeah right <laughs> Have you guys ever been in like a, a similar situation in any past relationships you've been in where one or, or even you have been less like sexually inclined after a while? Oh, yeah. But yeah, yeah. where I oh, yeah. pulled away from it. Yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. How did how did your partner react to that? If you don't mind me asking. Uh, it was a really slow burn. It was like, mm. you know, a decade long relationship. So it oh, just wow. became so it just became like commonplace, you know, like. Did at any point did they bring it up to you or was it something that just like yeah, when we were fizzled breaking out? Up. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> no, I mean I was just like I there was clearly underlying bigger underlying issues. Um mm -hmm. and so yeah. So that's like how I pulled away instead of mentally. Yeah. I don't yeah. I don't know if this is for everyone too, but I've heard of people like experiencing this difficulty because it it is it's difficult when one person is constantly initiating any mm -hmm. sort of sexual activity. It, it can make that person feel like they're not wanted. I know I've had mm -hmm. that. I've had the opposite in relationships where um, the guy I was seeing didn't want to be as sexually active. And it, it definitely made me feel like, OK, what's wrong with me? What am I doing wrong? Mm -hmm. Like, are they not attracted to me anymore? Et cetera, et cetera. Um, and I've heard of couples going to like couples therapy to talk about this because it could be an awkward discussion for some people to have together. Totally. But I don't know if that's the answer for everyone necessarily, but it is an option. Yeah, I um, I recently, I mean, not recently, I got out of a, a relationship a while back, but it was kind of a very similar thing where, um, you know, and I've talked about this on the show because the majority of the time when we dated was when we were filming like a lot of the beginning of the show and whatnot. Yeah. And, um, you know, it was, it, we were great and everything. And then like about a year in, we stayed, we were together for almost four years, about a year in, um, we just, we had completely different sex drives and it really, really affected our relationship. And I had a hard time talking to her about it because I didn't want to upset her. Um, and we just didn't have, our communication styles didn't match and we just never really communicated. So like by the time it got to the point where I just like couldn't stand it anymore, there had been so many other issues in our relationship that had been building up that we just like, you know, by the time I finally was like, okay, I need to like talk about this or I'm going to explode. It was just like, well, you know, the pieces have been broken and we've just kind of been ignoring them for now um, mm -hmm. and not really nurturing it with the way we should have. And I mean, it, you know, at the end of it, it was just kind of proof for me that we were, we weren't really ever compatible because we couldn't ever figure out how to talk, even about things that are much more simple than that. Um, but yeah, I mean, I agree with, with you definitely need to talk to her and make sure that she feels comfortable in like the space that you're creating to have this conversation because it could be tough if she is mm -hmm. having some kind of issue um, where she doesn't necessarily feel like her sex drive is still there or, you know, it could be something else going on. Um, but if you do like, you know, he, he mentions uh, soon to be Beyonce best friend, like our relationship's great. Um, so, you know, it, I think you owe it to her and, and to your relationship and to yourself to like really explore that and, and talk it out with her and, uh, try and you know come to some kind of um conclude or like agreement and and see exactly what the root of the problem might be yeah and who you who knows like she might be totally open to having an open relationship if she feels like 
she's not yeah. really interested in the sexual aspect of a relationship anymore, but still wants to be with you and, and make you happy. Um, sometimes people kind of steer towards that kind of thing instead of yeah. trying and to stay together. Not, there's because uh, I've been in situations where it's been brought up to me that I hadn't even realized that that was waning off or changing in any way because everything else was good and complacent and like um friend friendly and wonderful Mm -hmm. that until someone presented it to me i didn't understand how they were feeling about it Mm. um and especially if you're you're also only 21 so you're young and you're considering making this person your partner for life yeah so regardless uh, with your young age it'll be a great practice for having these kinds of conversations can more regularly if yeah. you want to have a successful marriage in that sense um because it will help highlight you know your different styles of communication and um where her head's at maybe she's been burdened in, with this and thinking about it over nonstop mm-hmm. and not able to figure out how to present it to you so it might be a relief for her that you bring it up or it might be something that she hasn't fully acknowledged and it'll give her an opportunity to actually think about and figure out with you um either way yeah it's just uh it's just worth having a conversation and being completely uh open about what kind of way the conversation goes always open some might say always open (laughs) (laughs) yeah um i think also lastly to kind of touch on this too i i would approach it in a way too where no one's putting the blame on anybody else and i think just understanding if there's anything wrong, but also like it, it's not necessarily that something's wrong. It's just she could not be as sexually minded anymore. And it's not something that you're doing necessarily that you need to change. It just could be the way she's feeling. And I think like making sure to go into that conversation, not blaming anybody or judging anybody um, and just taking it delicately. Um, not just like, why don't you want to fuck me anymore? What's up? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you're like, any last thoughts for for our uh, submitter? Good luck. Yeah. <laughs> Do it yeah. sooner than later. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. Well, thank you so much for your question, E. Um, if anybody watching the show right now wants to submit their question to us, you can do that at alwaysopen at roosterteeth.com. Uh, and before we end things, uh, I need to give a shout out to Grace and Mamrie's podcast. This might get weird. It's one of my favorite podcasts in the entire universe. I listen to Aww. it all the time. You guys have such amazing chemistry and stories, and I, I love listening to it. Um, where can people find it and more information on that show? I mean, everywhere podcasts are available, pretty much. <laughs> everywhere podcasts are available, and we also put it on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash this might get. Um, there's a video version there every week, mm-hmm. and we have a Patreon, patreon.com slash this might get weird. Uh, that's got a lot of fun things going on over there. Yeah, and ha- then we ha- always, you know, say when new episodes are up which it's every every single wednesday uh but mm-hmm. little fun trailers and edits on both of our socials i'm at main town and grace is at grace helbig perfect mm-hmm. how did that podcast get started you guys started doing a show called this might get yeah i think on got, youtube right we got approached to do um a kind of daily monday through friday show a la you know like in the realm of a good mythical morning or whatnot but with grace and i mm-hmm. at the helm and we worked on that and we got it all together and we had funding and we did it and put a lot of energy into it for about six months and it just didn't get the immediate numbers that Mm. the people who were writing the checks wanted so they pulled that and we started a podcast the next week 
And honestly, wow. it's one of those, you know, take lemons and turn them into a lemon drop martini moments. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, because this is way more fun and way less pressure than Mm -hmm. the show was yeah it's almost like a blessing in disguise in that totally totally and it's the thing i think that mamrie and i have been the most consistent about in our entire lives on the internet (laughs) so (laughs) there's an odd sense of pride for us around it too totally that is that is something i love too about you guys is like you're so open and honest about like going through moments of like not necessarily wanting to be creative or be on camera and like being honest about like your capabilities in that sense. And like, I need time to, for myself to reevaluate things and like take time off if I need it. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I think a lot of people, especially like content creators tend to try to hide that behind their facade and not be real with their audience. And you guys are so amazing with that. And I, it's something I greatly admire. Oh, oh. thanks. It only took years of hiding it behind a facade to finally admit. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I know, right? It only took years of being inconsistent enough that no one gives a shit. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Well, thank you guys so much for joining us today. Um, I hope that when we're all back to normal and out of this whole situation, we could have you guys down to Austin to do a real show where we could hear each other and see each other in real time and not have that awkward uh, audio podcast delay that everyone has grown to love so much. We would love to. We love Austin. Mm Mm-hmm. We'll get you guys some uh, leashes and collars for the <laughs> And also make sure, yeah, check them out on social. And you guys also each have your own YouTube channel, correct? I'm sorry. What'd you say? You guys also each have your own YouTube channel, too, that people could oh, check yeah, out. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Cut out for a second. Mine All is good. You Deserve a Drink. Yep. Classic. And mine is just Grace Helbig. Check it out. Awesome. Check them out. And also, if uh, you are a first member, you could check out our post show with these lovely ladies that will be up on the roosterteeth.com website. We love you. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Stay sane. All those things. Cheers, everyone. We'll see you next week. Cheers.